We are back in the building, bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> we are back, y'all, after a what, two and a half week, almost three week hiatus. Yes, and we want to thank our listeners who continue to listen to us when we go on these breaks. Because we ain't shit and y'all know it, but we love y'all for knowing it and sticking with us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But um today we are just going to be shooting the breeze, talking about some of these very um interesting topics that have been floating on the web over these past few weeks and we know some of your other favorite podcasters have probably talked them to death but guess what we're going to do too and guess what because <laughs> guess who's only got the energy for that and we hope you enjoy oh we know you will because we give our all to this so sit back relax stay hydrated and let's get into this show because we are chosen Okay. The spicy chicken sandwich is back. <laughs> God damn. Just let me. I was about to ask, how are you? <laughs> That's how I am. I am disgusted by this. You're like, disgusted by the chicken or the, 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 the sandwich is overrated? And people are fighting and killing over it. Oh, girl. I heard, So, oh, gosh, we just jumped right in. So, wait. Do we want to check in on how we're doing before? I can check in based upon that. Okay. I think that life is not to be taken that seriously to where you would fight and kill over a chicken sandwich. People need to relax, and that is me. I am zen. Okay. Um, I am also zen. Busy but zen getting it in you know doing my school thing and um regarding the killing thing i think if i'm not mistaken i read that that young man just so happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time really so he was caught up in some stuff and of all the places for them to take him down it had to be while he was in at popeyes Popeyes. is that what they're saying happened yeah there's so many stories surrounding this thing. Girl, but I mean, but the I way people fighting even and not even people him, like, chicken. Uh, white people in a in the drive-thru, like, hopping out the car mm-hmm. at Popeye's. I, I know it wasn't behind his chicken sandwich, but this lady got bodied because <coughs> she called him a nigga with yes. a hard R. And um, they was trying to get her out of there. And she, they were like, we're going to call the police. And she's like, half my family is the police. And next thing you know, the video is shiftly um shiftly swiftly shifts <laughs> swiftly shifts to them being outside next thing you know there's ma'am in the air and then there she is on the ground so i, I want to do an analogy i feel like that this might be how you're feeling these days being in the air and then on the ground yeah yeah like the way that he picked her up was how i feel <laughs> i feel like school is is like stone cold steve austin mm-hmm. and, and i just don't stand a chance like it's like um, you feel like things are going well and then yeah like it's just like i'm up here i'm floating boom there goes my femur just <laughs> my god broke but yeah girl no this that the whole chicken thing i i have not tried a popeye's chicken sandwich i did and the first go round. i i just there's a part of me that's like i like i'm not that big of a fan of their chicken fingers so if they chicken fingers like if it tastes like the chicken fingers i'm probably not gonna like it 
It tastes like the chicken fingers. I feel like the chicken fingers are better, actually. Oh, we'll see. I wouldn't like it anyway, probably. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I haven't tried it. I am cool with a little cane sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one day I'll try it, but it's got to be when everybody has calmed down. There's a term that we learned in one of our social psychology classes, and I cannot remember what it is, but it was something that perfectly described what's going on. And it's just like, oh my gosh, if, if I just look, social psychology is the bomb. If you've never really just is. like looked at how people study people, like how psychologists study people, but specifically those who are in like the realm of social psychology it's just fascinating how they can tell you about yourself like it is it is nuts so um people are acting crazy over this sandwich that is literally just the chicken tenders with a little bit of sauce made with mayonnaise and between these these buns that are just really thick and it's really not it's it's not special it's not gourmet I don't think it's even that the sandwich is that good. I'm not saying it's not good. I haven't tried it, but I'm sure it ta- it's tasty. But it's it's the hype. It's all it's, it's that, the hype. It's that I that was, social piece we were just talking somebody about. Somebody got like, on me when hype. I was like, I would rather a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's or McDonald's. Yeah. So it's just it's just a hype thing, and once the hype dies down, um, people will resume. You know. Acting like they've got some sense and, and continuously fighting in fast food restaurants, which makes which makes absolutely no sense ever. What really upsets me is that the people go in there and they act crazy with the workers, and it just goes to show how little regard people have for service food, like service industry folks. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, sure, you want to get your sandwich and it might be taking a while. But look at the line behind you. Look at who, what all came before. Like, look at the line wrapped around the building. Mm-hmm. And have some fucking couth. Like, these people are being overworked and underpaid. And, like, with the way y'all acting, it just blows my mind how it will be the same person to say this person does not deserve $15 an hour after all the shit that you gave them behind a subpar sandwich. Right. Like, it is, it is wow. But, um... Yeah, Popeyes um is making a buck and um hey, right in time for Christmas. Right in time. For- <laughs> but you know what also was really annoying? It's like how some people like to think of themselves as super enlightened and just oh yeah, look at y'all acting like fools and clowns behind. It's just the the whole temporary of it all is 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 of the some of these people who are just trying to analyze the situation right um is 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 really really frustrating. Ja Rule had the black ass nerve to come out and Please say tell something. Me what this man has said. He was like, yeah, they started selling watermelon with the like they're about to start selling watermelon with the chicken. Like I wish I had the tweet in front of me, but it was just so ignorant. It's just like white people love chicken just as much as black people as much as other people who just love chicken. Also like. That stereotype, you clown. Like you, do you not even th- like? I'm sure he didn't think that through and didn't. It's just it's so frustrating when people who do not have the range try to take on topics that it's just that's not your ballpark. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you can't have a voice in some of these things. Sure, you can be disappointed um, in how some people are behaving, but to have kind of this overarching just. 
analysis of how this reflects on the race and how this like that whole it, it, it all comes back to respectability politics like you mm-hmm. might think of yourself as trying to you know divest from white supremacist thoughts around blackness and stuff like that but here you are upholding white supremacist thoughts around blackness because you're assuming that black people are the only ones that are acting out of you know pocket about like this chicken sandwich and shit or whatever like mm-hmm. that and how this is making us look poorly as a race and shit shut the fuck up like, just, right. just stop talking this, this that's is why I said people will enough. go on fighting in fast food restaurants until the day's end because right. that's what people tend to do right it's just it's it's silly and I have gotten a couple of giggles uh, out of the whole Popeyes thing but I'm, I'm good if I never hear the word Popeyes again for like a month like just know. give me a break <laughs> but um yeah so today's we gotta just kicked it off we just dove right on in there. Yeah, so, like we said in the intro, today is just going to be like a bullshit kind of day. We don't have a specific topic that we are focused on. We are just going to talk about all of the shenanigans that have been happening um, in the world. And mm-hmm. so, another thing that has been um, catching people's uh, attention, we might be a little late on this, and I think we kind of talked about it too, but um, your girl... April of um April of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood and mm-hmm. and Young Fizzo that uh quote unquote made their relationship Instagram official. Now my thing is first and foremost the acting and the storylines and all of this are so poorly thought out and written. On mm-hmm. on this season of not that this is and this isn't the only season where they have just basically put no effort into it. Has been it. poor for the last. It's been a couple of seasons, mm-hmm. but my point is is that there was no wow or no shock or no oh, you guys are actually to get like it just was like come on now, right? Mona. It just and then on on top of that, the thing is is that the formula that she uses to kind of build out these storylines, mm-hmm. there's been enough episodes, enough seasons, enough all of this, of, of all of the Love and Hip, like the Love and Hip Hop franchise overall, that the audience has figured it out. So when April was acting a fool on Instagram Live and shit a couple of months back yeah. or whatever, it was like the my first thought was, oh, she's about to come back on the show. Like, right. and it's gonna be something to do with Lil Fizz. Like, it's like you you gave us the storyline before the story. So this whole yeah, we gonna finally take our pictures on Instagram and let y'all know what's up in line with the episode that just re- like come on now. I don't I don't think that there is is I don't know I don't know how much she thinks we buy into it because I don't want to believe that she thinks that we're that stupid. I don't think no. she does. I I don't. I think she knows that the people are like have caught on but they're still gonna watch because shenanigans yeah and i think that's where it is i think that she wants people to still watch because people want to see what will unravel in each episode people are interested in the drama even if they know exactly what's going on um the the only surprising thing to me was monisa's reaction to what was the obvious I feel for her. I really do. And I I wonder, I do wonder in real life about her mental health because I've watched that weight change. 
I feel like she has definitely been through a lot and she has to, um, based on what she's told us, again, I want to make sure that every time I talk about celebrity, I want to be mindful that I don't know this nigga from Adam. So when I say I something, I'm just like, um, based on what you've shown us, this is my, you know, thoughts on that particular issue. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think that she probably is... If she isn't already, she should be talking to someone. Because I think, as in real life, she's going through these things. And then she has to put on for the camera, you know, everything has to be amped up to 10. Mm -hmm. And who knows how, you know, (coughs) that could exacerbate her, you know, pre-existing mental health issues. Or what new issues can arise from having to put your entire business on display Mm -hmm. but not just your business but your pain at that we are watching your the father of your child blatantly disrespect you him and his his girlfriend and i say blatantly because he see talk like that ain't your business um anytime we share anything that came out of my pussy I believe that whoever you bringing around them is my business. You're not going to sit here and tell me that the person that you're dating is not my business. If that person has already, they said that they had been out of town together and shit. You lost your black ass mind. And and we're just like, we're over Mm -hmm. here having all of this commentary about like her real existence. And it, ooh, it kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies just now. Because it's just like, that feels weird. Yeah. That feels weird. I, I I don't know. I mean, I hear the pay isn't that great for these shows, but so but but they gotta will, be enough. They will get you to do this. They'll get you caught in a contract because that just like Monique, Tammy Roman is now just now released from her contract, and I think it's been like two seasons where she oh. hasn't wanted wanted to do this anymore. And you can kind of see I've I've have caught maybe like two or three episodes and the two or three episodes that I caught I think she was in them but barely like her presence was very very um withdrawn like her her whole um storyline was just almost like being an out outlier kind of character yeah in in this season whereas the focus was more so on what's her name Eva yeah is that is that her name Eva no, Evelyn. Oh my God, them girl, and, and the girl. Got, I just got them all mixed up. Girl, I was I, was, <laughs> I went to Housewives of Atlanta on you. I lo- I've um, never watched a full season of that, but I'm low key interested this time around. I fucking love the Housewives. They just I just because like the they makeup. they are legit entertaining. It looks like just. Rich people shenanigans, and this time it I is. want to be a part of it. <laughs> they, every single one watch. of them is very entertaining. So, um, and I also just like to look at their makeup. Like whoever does Portia's makeup is absolutely fucking fabulous. Phenomenal. Her hair, bitch. Oh my goodness, she's always camera ready. <laughs> yes. So I, I just like with for for more for more niece. Like, and it seems like especially this episode, a lot of people around 
the a lot of people in the cast were uh-huh. down for the bullshit. Yeah. You know, so even every time she probably stepped on screen, it probably wasn't even her intention yeah. to talk about, you know, her child's father. Right. My child's father in, in April, but they everybody else was ready and wanting to talk about it. But and I do think that she gets herself into some trouble because yeah. she also engages in social media bullshit and drama. And but that's the job. That yeah. without it there is no job. That's so true. it's like you have to basically lay yourself bare before the public. I would love to see the contract. You know, like I would love to see the contract. And so I think, and so I forgot who, where I heard this, or where how they explained it. But it's like some of it is it's it's somewhat contrived. Like it is, yeah. they set up the scene, like the people behind, like the actual participants in these shows, like. They give you the the drama, the storyline. They figure out something. You know, mm-hmm. like, maybe there genuinely was something with April and Fizz. And this was a storyline that they could build something on. And I think the only reason why Monice could really have such serious issue with it, which it does seem like she is having yeah issue with it, is is because it would only have to be if, the relationship between her and Fizz is really actually an issue. And it's not an understanding like, hey, y'all. Yeah. TV. See, because, like, they hand them these... they the, the people hand them the scenarios and the producers and all these other people. And they, like, they, they set it up so now to build a season on that. Yeah. And so, like, I've, I've watched that... The old, last episode I saw, I think they were in a bowling alley or something. Yeah. And so it looked like from the preview where the story was heading now was that, oh, Monice must still be in love with Fizz. So now it's going to be this thing where it's just like, who knows what kind of actual dynamic they have and whatnot. Yeah. But um, now we're going to go venture down this really messy road and things. And it's just like, I'm so glad I'm going to have a real job. Girl. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm gonna have a real job and my job know. is going to pay well and I ain't gotta do shit. But, but like do I said, this. I feel like I feel like there's a way to do reality when you look at the housewives. Yeah. They are very consistent. I mean, I think and that they, that's they a... drop out like when there's like serious personal stuff happening. Like Kenya dropped out like mm-hmm. when she was getting married and she realized her husband didn't want to be yeah you know in front of the camera that's also a different audience and a different pay a different pay grade you damn right they pay them you certainly right because i'm pretty sure that candy motherfucking burris would not be doing anything on anybody's show if she were not paid very well exactly she has several businesses (laughs) and they pay her she has dumb no money to yeah. be very much like subdued and level-headed and their mess sometimes it escalates to violence but for the most part it is just very catty it's a, an argument it's a, a wonderful you know, dialogue of an argument like it's just <laughs> wow okay so you know if i ever had to do a reality tv show if it ever came down to that i 
You want that would be the brand of reality TV. I would have to do. That would be the level because, um, yeah, no, Mona's crew is not getting paid to psychology. Girl, you know what I Um, thought of? That's the only reason that they've never had a psychologist something or another psychology reality show. Because oh my god, the hoops, the HIPAA, the hoops, the hoops and the HIPAA. Okay, not that the married to medicine people don't have hoops. And HIPAA to get like I want to know what that whole setup is. You have to have a whole conversation with your patient beforehand about okay, so <laughs> right. I'm on this reality show, and they have to they like to film some segments of me at work. Yes. Um. How do you screen that? Like, and then how do you not all of a sudden turn into like Dr. Drew? Like, where people are like, I'm not fucking with this person because they don't seem real anymore. Or like, who's that other doctor that always comes on the Real Housewives of, of Atlanta? Girl, I don't know. But there's a, a black, black doctor. doctor. Oh, I know what the same guy with the glass. But I think that's with a lot of psychologists. If we want to kind of go off the rails real quick and talk about some of these folks who are like on TV. Because there's been some, some doctor so-and-sos on, what was that, like marriage boot camp. Mm-hmm. And... Um, people who um have been on other VH1 reality shows, Doctor Drew, Doctor Phil, like it's just every time you watch them, you see the glimpse of like, yeah, once upon a time you were um among our ilk, but you have sacrificed <laughs> so many ethics <laughs> for this paycheck. Yeah, and it's like, but and the thing is, it's like I think um, people have to understand too is that also just because they are a doctor does not necessarily mean they are licensed. So That's a lot true. of them have probably forfeited having licenses in in wherever they live, or you know they don't practice. Their whole job is to just be on TV and give you some quips about mental health and and their thoughts on a particular could you imagine issue doing a reality show doing a reality show and then spinning off from that with a little mental health vacations mental health vacations what you mean yeah like mental health vacations like we do like a retreat oh you like so we'd have a reality show where we guide people on retreats no the reality show would be the reality show, like Married to Medicine. Yeah. I am in fantasy land right now. Okay. Married to Medicine, right? And then from that, you get all of these people booking you to do your retreats. Oh, so people see you on the show and they're like, hey, I want to work with that person. Mm-hmm. Like Iyanla, except for no cameras. Oh, she's, oh God. You know how I feel about her. I know how you feel about her. <laughs> but, um,. I mean, I don't know, man, because I always wondered about that, too, is that when people, some people are very bought in to what they see, some of these folks, you know, talk, like, what they talk about and how they spill things and, or spill things, how they, you know, spell things out. And I think that um, while helpful for normalizing talking to a therapist and, you know, normalizing processing mental health issues and things i think it also gives them a false sense of what this looks like like it further um if it kind of further um fortifies this narrative that we are advice givers Mm. and you come in and we tell you about yourself and we tell you what you have to do and then you go off and ride off into the sunset and everything is well and that shit ain't like that. That is not all. what therapy looks like yeah. at all. So I and I think there's some know. forms of mental health where you can get that. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, 
with varying issues, it, it just doesn't. It doesn't look like that. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, no, it just depends. We've it gone depends. far off topic. Okay, yeah, no, see, all right. But, I mean, shit, this was a mental health show at one point. So, <laughs> let's uh, continue on. So, yeah, no, I think that April and Fizz probably have, to some extent, maybe, like, a legitimate relationship. Yeah. But, of course, a lot of the ins and outs and ups and downs that are being uh, laid out on camera is just that. It's just fuck the camera. Yeah. And um, we have to, you know, take it all worth a grain of salt. I also um, saw people kind of complaining about her saying that he, um, Omarion, only gives her $700 a month for Your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know the logistics of their custody agreement. I don't know the logistics of um, child support. If he is, I didn't listen to the segment first and foremost. I kept scrolling past it because I'm like, I don't really care about these people. But um, there's two children, right? They have two children who, my God, she spit out the same child. They are like, I can't wait to see what they're going to look like as teenagers because as little itty bitties, yeah. it's the same person yeah. just with different, like a different gender. Yeah. It is, is nuts. I'm like, oh my gosh. I've never seen two, I've never seen an instance in which somebody spit out two children back to back and they've looked so perfectly blended. Yeah. Like, that and then so the same. Funny. It is, that is, that is still amazing to me. But anyway. There's two of them. There's two children. I guess there's some idea that Omarion is making a, a hell of a lot of money. I don't know. Like He may. I is mean. Is B2K doing that well? I, I would. Know. The tour actually did really well. Okay. They had a really great response with the tour. And who knows what other royalties or what other behind the scenes things he does. I think that that's one thing. He was that, in movies and things. Yeah. Like for for every time. He's done singles. Um, which McCall, yeah, so it's like singles and things. And I mean, when you think about with a lot of these artists, like first and foremost, I don't think we can really wrap our heads around how much money they make off royalties if they've sure been can. making them for a significant amount of time. Yeah. So we don't know what his bank account looks like. He we may don't. not be active right now, but B2K checks and single checks when he was at his prime probably set him up real well. For a long time. Mm-hmm. So he can coast. So we have absolutely no idea. And then he did get some checks from doing Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. And so anytime that those shows are in syndication, I'm sure he gets some kind of royal. Like, so right. it's, you know, there's there's mm-hmm. different channels that these people are getting money from. And sometimes the least visible person is probably out here making more money than than we can think. So, so the issue, the issue being brought is. forth is that seven hundred dollars a month is not enough. Granted, I also heard that the children stay with him. So again, I don't know what the custody thing is because that's what I thought for a while. The children were with him. Uh huh. I really did think that. I think that they, <laughs> y'all. I'm trying not to sniffle on here. I'm really trying. I'm doing all kinds I of just tricks. I want you to blow it. That's going to be so I good. know you refuse to do that. We're going to blow it during a break. <laughs> but, um, I don't, yes, I'm saying, like, I don't know what the custody battle is. Or custody battle. I think they even had one. Like, there was some kind of something going on. And they were uh, just going through it. So, I mean, who knows? That's one of those things where it's I like, don't I don't know your business. And all you are giving me is a snippet of what's going on in your life. Because at, at this point, all we know is April is saying it's, it's $700. It's nothing. Right. That's what we know. And we don't know 
anything else. We don't know what that... There's a potential trust fund. We don't know what his plans are for their future is. Right. We don't know how often he has them. And it's always real touchy when you talk about child support. Because, like, I think that a lot of people will immediately go to... Um, it doesn't take that much to raise a child. Like, when you think $700, it's like, oh, that's such and such and such and such. You should yeah, be good. Yeah, that, sounds, you make fine. It that money. sounds fine in New Orleans. Right. Maybe. So, who knows what kind of expenses comes with raising those two kids and if that is not enough or what? Like, we don't know. We have no idea. And it feels so, like, I just, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if that I can give an informed opinion on it when I don't have all Which of is wild that other people are. Oh, girl, that's the internet. That's the way of the day. That's the way of the day. The day of the way. The way of the day. The people going to say what they're going to say. Just for my sanity, that is $8,400 a year. That's Yeah, that's not a lot. It's not a lot. But we don't know if he's also paying for their schooling. Yeah. I'm sure they may go to a private school or something. So, you know, like, it's like, what are the expenses... Um, earmarked for yeah what's already being covered what do you bring in what is what how much time do you have the children for and how like there's so many different i think the other thing is were they married no they were not they were not yeah oh ladies then that's a whole different discussion because i think there's different expectations that are set when someone is in a relationship with someone yeah and they're still you know legally single yeah and the mother is expected not to work and not to pursue her career. Mm-hmm. And the father is expected to be to be the breadwinner. And then they break up. Yeah. I don't know what her expectations were career-wise either. Because I think she wants to do music. I don't, I've heard like one song. I don't know if she thinks that this will go far. I mean, that's no shade. But that's, I mean, it's honest, man. I hate that they always have somebody on this season talking about. Look on my face. It's time, girl. Because as much as this is supposed to be about some goddamn music, girl, there is like an episode about music. That body. So, I'm sorry. I know, Um, I I know a Phil hip dip when I see one. I I just wanted her and Monisa go on tour, bitch. I would have loved to see that. I heard one of Monisa's songs and it actually was not bad. Um, she, I would say that she is more vocally inclined than April. I would agree. And I would also agree that it seems like Monice is a little bit more, has a few more resources to actually pursue music and has been pursuing music right. more seriously. I kind of just wish that the whole reality TV thing would die, but... Um, I love reality TV, but I'm done with loving hip hop Hollywood. I can tell you that. Yeah, there's a, a show that I'm kind of starting to get into that's called, um, um, what is it called? I think it's Ready for Love. It's on OWN, mm-hmm. and so I just watched a couple of episodes of it, and I'm already ready to like throw a fucking table because of the just the double standards in dating mm-hmm. and just how some of these women go on here and they're just like. This, this, that, and the third, making it plain and clear. But they're being, you know, judged or penalized for that. Like, the whole idea is, okay, play the field. Get to know these people. This one woman kind of had her heart set on this guy. Mm -hmm. And she was not sensing that he was giving her, you know, that same energy. So she went and flirted with another man. And so next thing you know, you you flash over to the, um, what's that thing called that they do? 
the um the discussion or their yeah, confessional or whatever and he's just like man she's you know like out here just in everybody face and stuff but on the other hand that's what the other niggas are doing <laughs> but guess who got eliminated for being in everybody face the woman and it's just Man, we talk about dating on here so much, but I want to have, like, a comprehensive... Like, I want to go back. I want to read the research on what's happening with dating right now. I want to read... Um, I'm wondering if there's actual the, actual research out here about what's happening. I think there has... Specific to, like... I know there's a lot of hookup culture stuff. Yeah. I know there's stuff on, like, bias, you know, between women and men. Um, But I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's stuff specific to is there stuff specific to black people i think that there is a phenomenon going on that's piquing people's interest and it's already kind of you know people have been picking at the whole idea of the 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 gap in women to men mm-hmm. already like that's been um examined uh, and maybe not as thoroughly as it could have could be there's probably a lot more that we can talk about yeah but um the, you know that's something that's being researched but i think now with the phenomenon of social media's influence on how we pursue people mm-hmm. and how we maintain relationships that is a gold mine yeah. of like i mean oh my and i have some theories and i would love to test them and this is like just perfect for um what's that called uh, <laughs> qualitative research yeah like this is a perfect perfect topic to go in and just ask people what do you think is going on right so now? many research topics are come up with on this show i know <laughs> but we're gonna have to get into it but again we getting all topic and we're supposed to be bullshitting about all kinds of bullshit and the next thing i don't know do i want to save ti for after the break yes let's save ti for after okay because i got some thoughts but anything before them um anything before then tamar was saying some stupid shit about if your man isn't touching oh, you yes. after three days or something he's, he's gay. gay tamar is a if fucking not, idiot she has a beautiful voice if a man but, lays in the bed with you and after three days he doesn't touch you he's gay bitch i don't want to be touched for three days sometimes like it's just what it's like maybe a man is like that respectful or maybe that has nothing to do with his sexuality. Like, what? <laughs> People, maybe he doesn't even like you. Pe- girl, I'm just like, sis, you ever thought that maybe, just maybe, it's you. It's you, my girl. He don't want to touch Why you. possibly? Because <laughs> I am tired of just all of the misconceptions and just lack of understanding around sexuality and how it comes to be and its fluidity and all of these things like people are still just so goofy around that topic and especially when talking about men and sexuality and black men and sexuality mm-hmm. like oh my gosh he has to be gay because he didn't want to touch you what is what oh oh i see i can't even form words anymore i'm just i'm about to just start like making sound effects because it's just it's just that stupid girl it's so frustrating so nah tamar you did ass wrong um go figure out your life and figure out why your nigga doesn't want to touch you right so this has to be coming from somewhere right Girl, so goofy, man. Celebrities say so much, so much dumb shit. I just saw um, 
Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Safari and um, Erica Mina. Yeah, they made an announcement that they're not going to vaccinate their children. Oh yeah. And so, like, my thing is, people are upset. Here's my my thoughts on on overall when people make really uninformed comments. <laughs> I think there is a, a very distinct difference between having a reasonable level of skepticism about things, mm-hmm. being a um being understandably cynical about some of these larger systems and entities around us that govern a lot of what we do and what we consume. I get it. But then there's that, and then there's being a complete clown. And a lot of people think that their clownery is on par with being a reasonable skeptic. And it's like, no, reasonable skeptics are well-informed. They're making decisions around things because they have researched this. And I mean legit research. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you found something on Google and then Wikipedia was the only source that you read. And then you saw somebody with a real neat Twitter thread and that was enough to convince you that vaccines are poison. Mm-hmm. No, that's clownery. That is not reasonable skepticism. And so, or just taking someone's word for it and be like, oh yeah, vaccines are bad. Cool. Okay. So vaccines are so bad, why don't we have polio anymore? Tell that, I I have a living relative who had polio. Are you serious? Tell her that, tell her about to fuck vaccines. Tell her fuck vaccines. Cause like, it's just, it's, it's crazy to me how easy people can be convinced of things. And I think I have to remind myself as someone who has been like just steeped in learning and asking questions and critical thinking. I have to be aware that everybody does not have the same processes as I do. That doesn't, their brains don't, aren't wired to go and read research articles and things in the way that you or I or some people at different levels of education and access to resources, you know, how we would process shit. Yeah. But still, Jesus, just pause for a second and think about why this might possibly not make sense would you vaccinate your child absolutely because the crazy thing that i find is that the people who are like i would never vaccinate my child are vaccinated the vast majority of the people that they know are vaccinated they probably can't even count on one hand how many people that they know who are not vaccinated but they're anti-vaccines yeah they don't probably, they, they, I'm sure they don't know, even know that many people with autism. But they're like, yeah, it's an it's a, um, epidemic of autistic people because of vaccines. And it's like, but did you know that the person who came up with that research no longer has their license and yeah. was, has been debunked on several occasions? And it's like, oh, well, that was just the man trying to take, I'm just like, I hate y'all so much sometimes. 
oh my gosh it makes my skin crawl but it makes me feel like an elitist sometimes too to be like you're stupid yeah but it just it just make it just makes me angry when people are so gullible like so, be skeptical. I, I, I am de- I'm definitely skeptical. Yeah. Um there are some vaccines that did not exist when we were children. Sure. I would have to look up which ones those are, mm-hmm. obviously, before I made any firm decisions. Right. You can vaccinate your child with some things and not others. Mm-hmm. Um, there's choices in that. And then the other choice I'm wondering is age. Mm-hmm. Like is there an age at which you would much rather vaccinate your child rather than others because babies' immune systems are very much so compromised. Right. Um, yeah, I just have all... But, but see, for myself, I have all of these questions that would need to be answered. And you know how to ask them. Before I'm, before I'm like, yeah, no. You're just not yes. going to jump the gun and yeah. say, I'm not going to vaccinate my child. Yeah. And it's just like, it's cr- it's crazy to me that there are people who can look at things like measles outbreaks at disney world and think yeah vaccines fuck those who needs those while these children are suffering because someone who had the measles who may have not been vaccinated is making other people who are not been vaccinated and other vulnerable populations like people who may be allergic to that vaccination and can't get it you're jeopardizing their health and it's just like yeah you know what Bubonic plague. Let's just go all out. Let's just do let's it. Just let's, just, let's just do the do the damn thing. In fact, they had two people in China who got the pneumonic plague. Not the bubonic. The bubonic actually got Man. found somewhere else because it was in a, a rat. But a, the pneumonic plague. So two people in China got diagnosed with that. But but you know what? Let people live because um, the skeptics and the buffoons and whatnot. We'll we'll see who will survive. So. And, I, and I'm going to be among the living. So why don't we go ahead and take a break? <laughs> Is it time for our break? It's time for Already? our break. And we'll be right back, y'all. Okay, we are back. Um, everyone, let's prepare our spirits and our, our minds and our hearts to dive into something that has just been vexing my spirit since I first happened upon it. T.I. Where do we begin? Let's begin with just a rundown of what was said and how it came about. Okay, I will leave the floor to you. Oh my gosh. Oh. I was hoping that you would do this. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. I have also um, been handed the floor. I've been given the floor again. Um. Okay. So, T.I. was on a podcast. Forgive me for not remembering the name, but um, not really a big fan of them anyway now because of how they handled the situation. Hmm. But um, I know that Miguel's wife is on that podcast. And so I'm not sure how the topic came about, um, but they began discussing, or rather T.I. began discussing how he takes his daughter to her gynecological visits right, and asks the doctor to check her hymen to make sure that it's, it is still intact to determine whether or not she is still a virgin. And so this this was this is what came out of his mouth that 
he brings her and he asks specifically. Yes. He asks the doctor for his results. Now, the doctor did inform him that because she is of a certain age, um, she has to consent to him getting that information. And um, he basically made it sound as though he just called, co- 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 ooh, you struggling? You struggling, Brie? Yeah. Yeah, girl. <laughs> so, what is happening, Brie? Ooh, my brain shutting down. But um, he basically co- coerced her, that's the word, into, you know, signing off on him being able to have access to those results and um, of her pelvic exam and also the doctor did explain that there are several ways in which your hymen can be quote unquote broken there are and any of us who who have been athletes um dancers just really active in any way um are aware that you can basically you know break your hymen um by the just doing a split mm-hmm. by just running too hard riding a horse riding a bike being a gymnast mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know it's there's so many different ways and i think that people also are very unfamiliar of what the hymen actually is and almost i think people feel like is this because there's steel door right like because there's blood involved like sometimes when women or girls have their first time there's you know people assume that it's almost like a skin or some kind of like something fleshy that gets broken or ripped or something it's so gross it makes me cringe just thinking about but it's like a mucus kind of thing that stretches and Mm -hmm. sometimes based on how it stretches because we all don't have the same kind of hymen (laughs) <laughs> just so everyone knows it, it looks different for everyone some are some people's hymens are thinner some people's hymens are thicker some of them break or tear in different ways which then would lead to bleeding in some instances because everyone doesn't bleed on their first time i did not mm-hmm. i was expecting it because of what people had told me about when you lose your virginity there was no blood only fast nuts and oh so <laughs> and so it's like people are running with this whole idea or like people who like TI are running with this idea that there's some mythical magical piece of flesh inside of a woman's vagina that um once it has been broken or snapped or popped in some instances as the people like to say the popping of the cherry and whatnot um now you're not a virgin and then that means what so and that's been my whole issue with this oh right, so we we getting there we i'm ready because <laughs> we're getting there. you know on the one hand i i want parents to be involved in knowing what's going on with their children mm-hmm. keyword children mm-hmm. not female child male child none of the above no mm-hmm. genders associated children yes sexually yes i want them to be involved but the idea that you would want to check that your daughter's hymen is intact means that you want to make sure that she is a quote-unquote virgin even though her hymen being intact does not 
or out of, out of sorts or right. not intact means that she's not a virgin and then and then and then what I don't even know if my hymen was intact when I had sex for the first really? time. It probably wasn't because I played because I played soccer and did ballet from like six to eighteen. So who knows what was happening? Now? And but it's just how like it. Oh it gosh. also speaks to the fact that at some point that's pretty invasive. Um, I think by the time that you're able to drive. I think that you should be able to go to the doctor's appointments on your own if you feel like like Mm -hmm. that's what you want to do, if you don't necessarily need your parent. And I feel like if there's that level of trust, then I'm thinking that your daughter can tell you, visit or not, Mm -hmm. whether her hymen's intact or whether she's being sexually active in any sort of way, shape, or form. So first and foremost, my biggest problem is... Well, okay, there's I have a lot of problems. I don't even have a biggest problem, they're all big. I think I think my other big problem is the fact that this was shared. It was shared on a platform where thousands, if not millions, if they were ever even that popular, but let's just say thousands of people could hear it. Millions of people have access to it. Mm-hmm. So you decided to bring your happy ass onto a platform that a whole bunch of people can listen to and talk about your daughter's vagina. Yeah. And then, let's uh, just, that's problem. But, as if it belongs to you. It is it is patriarchy at its finest. Because you are out here, you know, acting as though this is not her vagina. That's your vagina. That is your body to control and determine when it does what and all that kind of bullshit. Mind you, he has a 14-year-old who said that he'd had sex and he Mm -hmm. laughed about it. But his 18-year-old daughter must remain virginal because like he, like many fathers, like many men and many women who like to uphold patriarchy, like to place all of a girl or a woman's value in her vagina. And another thing about this misogynistic bullshit is that when people think about sex as women just being fucked, that's a big problem. Yeah. If you look at sex with a woman, if you are a male and you are looking at sex with a woman as her just being on the receiving end you don't need to have sex at all you oughtn't be bothered bothered i can't say words today but you (laughs) needn't be bothered you ought not be bothered sex isn't for you because you're thinking of it like a fucking teenager because women are equal participants in sex but when you look at sex as though this person is merely a receptacle Mm -hmm. then it's like you know it's, it just plays into this idea that just women have no say in this kind of stuff women right. are just here to exist to be um like what was the word i'm thinking objectified of? just object like just objects just objects your daughter is an object for and, you and to in control this, in this sense it's like he's trying to make sure because he has a patriarchal mind He's trying to make sure that his daughter is not being objectified, but in the same token, token is 
in fact objectifying her and that's how stupid patriarchy minds work it's like Like i will have ownership of this so that some other man does not have ownership of this right and then it's again shaming women about sexuality it's like with the whole idea again of just being like here to receive dick and whatnot it's like if that's all i am and stuff if i'm just the the cum dumpster you know it's just like um it takes away my autonomy in the situation it makes it's like i'm just here for that reason and that reason alone and i'm shamed for it i can't enjoy it or i can enjoy it but if i enjoy it too much if i enjoy it with one too many partners then i'm dirty but you then stuck your dick in every hole that you can find and you are and that's okay dandy you know and so i think i am there's so I can say I can talk about this much more eloquently when I'm feeling a little less elevated and I'm just saying words and things and I've thought about this in much more depth and I had a much more um smooth delivery of my (laughs) thoughts on this but at the end of the day I think it's how we think about women and sex that's a problem how we think about like the whole thing I was just saying about it's like if girls are just objects then it's easy to talk about an object losing value yeah you know it's like you don't talk about humans losing value you talk about objects losing value yeah you talk about how a tv is easily replaceable because the new the latest model came out and stuff and when you think about it, that's how some people think about women and sex and partners and whatnot yeah. is that they they want to aim for fucking with the girl who's still a virgin or they want the girl who's had not that many bodies because she's still a model that is worthy a mm-hmm. model that still has value and when we stop thinking about women as objects when we strip and like just not strip but like when we divest from patri- patriarchy and, mis- and misogyny and sexism and when we start giving women back agency and when we start snatching it back ourselves when we's like fuck you nigga you know we gonna have a whole different conversation that's really when we can get to the root of the ma- major issues that we can see because honestly um if we want to talk about the difference between having a healthy sex life and then promiscuity and that goes across the board then that's a totally different conversation and we're talking more so about health rather than sexuality and i think that everybody is entitled to have their own thoughts around when someone should have sex yeah and how like some people are 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 you know choose to be chaste and you have to honor that because that's their choice mm-hmm. however when you start to push that on people when in this case ti is telling you that you're telling his daughter that her value is in her vagina and whatnot and chasteness is the only way to maintain her said value her vagina her values it when that's you what this says that's what it is and her value is in her vagina her, and, and and it's not just her we've all every woman that i know we have all heard that message that about when it comes down to body counts when it comes down to having multiple sexual partners at once because it's not you enjoying sex with multiple multiple partners it's you having a train ran on you which then goes back to the whole just the receptacle and stuff it just takes away your 
your say and your agency in your sexuality. He took he's taking that away from that young woman and I hope she regains every ounce of that back and recovers from the immense amounts of damage I can only imagine that her father has inflicted upon her psyche about her sexuality. Yeah. Because what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm okay with the message that there is value in in your your body. There is value in being healthy there's there's value in not allowing another person to use you sure you know um but you can't you can't be hypocritical about it that goes for all of your children (laughs) not not just the one who is female and it's ultimately their choice i think that that's the thing that people forget is that children are people children Mm -hmm. are not robots children are not your dolls and your playthings yes they are learning and yes they have to um you know be guided through things yeah however they are still individuals who are figuring it out and you cannot control every step of their you know journey or path and so T.I. thinking that he has any say on when this young lady has sexual intercourse is just, it's really, it's just disgusting. And I, I, I just, my heart goes out for Deja's young lady's name and any other young woman who has had that experience, who's currently experiencing that. Mm-hmm. And I wish you nothing but the best on your journeys to finding your individuality in the situations like that because I had to find mine and I'm just like you know what my value isn't in my vagina I'm valuable but all of Brie does not lie within my uterus it's true (laughs) you know like there's more than that I'm I'm not a vagina with legs I'm a person with a vagina (laughs) right so I'm a person who happens to have this vagina who likes sex and will have sex with whomever she chooses to have sex with when she chooses to have sex with that person and it's just like i wish more people could understand the double standard and stop thinking that um a lot of the bullshit that we experience is is biologically inherent a lot of stuff is taught which which we say every goddamn episode at this point. Oh my gosh. But I know you, it's almost time for us to go because we have shit to do. I have a lot of shit to do. I want to wrap on this note. Sure. Raise better sons. Agreed. The, the men that you are trying to protect your daughter from, T.I., are men like you. Rather than being an example of what kind of man she should allow into her temple... You have demonstrated what exact opposite of what she should allow in her temple. You have been a philandering fool. <laughs> you have cheated on Tiny so many times we have lost count. And you have been absolutely just disregarding her feelings and disregarding how that would make her daughters feel. Her step mm-hmm. and biological. You know, don't you have another child that's coming up down the pipeline? She's still little. But examples, nigga. You got time to get right. You know? And sons. You know? So raise the niggas you want your daughter 
to allow into her temple. Stop mm-hmm. raising the niggas that are going to be up to no good and then having to turn around and protect your daughter from them. Stop allowing them, hold them accountable, call niggas out on their bullshit, stop letting them go on and do whatever the fuck they want and then telling women that this is just, it is what it is or whatever like that, but then also just trying to protect them from shit that can change. Mm Mm-hmm. That is definitely something that is learned. Do better. And we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. We won't be checking hymens because we trust the girls or trust the boys. I mean, for the most part, we're not even talking about girl-on-girl situations because that's a whole nother conversation um, that people can have. But in this instance, with these little cisgender girls and these cisgender boys that y'all are so worried about hooking up, raise better sons. So you don't have to wor- worry about who your daughter is fucking. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where I'm going to end it. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, y'all, um, we have been rambling on. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I, um, I've i enjoyed. <laughs> I mean, girl, it really was just literally shooting the shit. And um, I hopped up on my soapbox. I'm stepping down now because Disney Plus is calling my name. Along with all this work that I have to do. So y'all be blessed, not stressed. Um, make sure that you are doing, practicing good self-care and tell people about our show. We're Jocelyn, y'all. We are Jocelyn. Later. Bye.